Hi, everybody. We're back. It's Lisa. And Danielle. And we have got some special guests on today that we are super excited are here with us today. Um, I have got Kate and Tyler with Balloons by Kate. So hello, guys, and welcome to the Life Agency podcast. How are you guys doing today? We're doing good. How are you? We're good. So we are super excited to have you here. And I have watched your company grow. And well, I've known you, Kate, for some years now. And so I was ecstatic to see this company just all of a sudden happen. And so I would love to hear more about how this came a thing. Like, share with the listeners, like, what happened? How did you become stay-at-home mommy to business owner? Um, so right before I had my second child, we decided being a stay-at-home mom was what we wanted to do um, or what I wanted to do. And then about a year into that, like I started losing my sanity, battling <laughs> um, like postpartum depression, all of that. That was pretty rough. And then I was making not so pretty balloon garlands for my own kids and for friends' kids. And I figured, why not offer it to more than just like us and our close friends? So we started offering it to people in the neighborhood and just started growing from there. So, so Sarah, when did I you guess- start? Yeah. How long ago? I'm sorry. How long ago did you start the company? Um, a little over a year ago. Last wow. October. Last October. So it was right That's before great. our daughter's birthday. And that was kind of our first professional balloon garland that we did um, to offer. And yeah, it bloomed from there. Very so without cool. getting so like- too personal, like, can you share a little bit about how you knew it was time to like do something, right? So on on our show, we've talked a little bit about like self-care and understanding like when it's time to take care of ourselves and how we know, like Lisa and I talk a lot about like our own um, personal demons, I guess. Like we both have like major anxiety issues and um, <clears throat> we are both medicated for it. And we talk about that. So when did you know that it was like really time for you to like kind of get outside of that and say like, I need to do something for myself and staying home, maybe not the healthiest thing for me and I need to do something different. Um, Like how long was it for you to like realize that you needed to maybe get back into the swing of things and find something that you were passionate about? So I mean, postpartum hit pretty quickly, I feel like, with my second one. And then we talked about medication, and that just wasn't the right choice for me. And so I started working out with, like, group fitness classes. And I loved, like, the social interaction there, which is weird for me because I I hate being social. And then it was, like, when the kids are sick or something, like, it's just the kids and workout, the kids and workout, like, that was my routine and it, it gets old and like, I still love working out, but like I I was craving something more and like, I want to be, I'm a people pleaser. So like, I want to be out there and like making other people happy. And we just figured like, if like, let's try something. And if it doesn't go anywhere, it doesn't go anywhere. Like it's nothing, 
I think Kate was looking for more or less her contribution to our family that was outside of just watching the kids. And we talked a lot about like, for me, since my job has always kind of held our family and allowed her to be a stay at home mom, I had told her that anything that I wanted her to do or that she wanted to do, I didn't care what it was, but it had to benefit our family in some way. So when she was a vet tech, it was really nice because our vet bills were free. So it's like, you know, you need to find something like that, something to where, look, your pay, it's not really going to do much for us. Like, it's it's great that you have it, but you need, I, like I, for me, I wanted her to contribute in a way that like, there's almost like two benefits, one for her own sanity and feeling like she's contributing and then two something else. Like realistically, I wanted her to find like a state job to where she could get like really good benefits and maybe work like part-time as like an admin or something for something in the like state benefits. So like in my, we're, we're very, we're two very different people, you know? I mean, I'm more business minded. I've been in business banking and Kate is more, you know, I'd say what, like kind of like the artsy type. Like I have a very narrow, like super heavily focused kind of mindset and Kate's more kind of, you know, so just trying to drill down like, what she could do. And, and to be honest with you, I didn't even think that this was going to become what it was. I mean, our, our plan was Kate had said, you know, it'd be great if I could just earn some extra income and maybe do like one or two of these a month. I mean, based on what I see, you guys are killing it. And based on the clients that I've seen that you've taken, um, it's gone from like zero to a hundred in this last year. And it's been crazy successful. So, um, you know, I've been super proud of Kate and you guys as a whole to watch this thing happen. And I think it's so interesting that you say that, that you guys are kind of these two separate people, but, um, Tyler, share a little bit more about like what your, uh, like what's your role in this business venture? (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, I actually hate my role, uh, kind of like joking, but um, I I have to keep Kate focused from a business standpoint, and I have to keep reminding her that this is no longer like, it's not a hobby anymore. Like, it hasn't been a hobby for like eight months, and like, it's really hard. So like, let's go back to like the very beginning. Um, Kate has no business experience, no... I don't want to say like professional experience because it's not really the right word because professional could mean a lot of different things for a lot of different people, but like she's not used to having to follow up on things and like do like all these different things that would be required to take a business. So what it's required me to do and starting back is trying to come up with ways to where like we don't necessarily fight because it was getting really frustrating for me when I'm like, Hey, like you have to follow up with this person. Like you can't just like, you know, like we, where it started is, is that we used to order all of our stuff from Amazon and we've kind of gotten past that. But when you first start, you go like the Amazon route, you get these like really cheap balloons that smell terrible, but it's a way like that's how you get off the ground. And what was driving me insane is, is that, so how our process works is when someone reaches out, we collect a deposit up front, then we, they have to pay us the rest uh, a day or two before, but the deposit up front typically covers all of our cost of everything. 
well, I'm sitting here on my computer and I'm seeing Amazon orders going through and I'm like, hey, where's the money? Did they put down a deposit? And she's like, well, no, but they said they're going to. And I'm like, uh, we don't have a de- we don't have the deposit money. Like you're, you're you're buying stuff without you know the money in. So I actually went on Etsy and had like uh, these checklists made for her from the time that like somebody first reaches out. It has the entire step by step way. It has all their info for her to plug in. So I have to constantly come up with ways to kind of keep her. She's very good at doing the balloons, but keeping it to more of like what I call like a professional honing it in from a professional side, because I think a lot of times Kate kind of forgets that like this business is actually pretty large. You're like operation. Uh, I'm hoping to not even have to. Yeah. And I'm hoping to like not even have to work in like another year or so just because of like how well this business is doing, but it's like, it's for me, it's really hard because it, it, it almost drives me crazy at times, but I almost have to remind myself that she doesn't have the business side. So like we're, we're constantly like butting heads because I'm like, uh, you, what? Like you can't be doing this. And like when we order our balloons online, like you have to do it in certain advance because of obviously like shipping times. And so like, we're trying to like put in processes to where she puts her orders in every Sunday for that week but there's times that like they can't come in. So like that drives us crazy because then we have to go double our order and buy it from a store that's local. There's like a bunch of like operational stuff like that, that drives me crazy. And then I do all of our books and all the finances and all that. So Kate actually has no idea how much money this business makes. No, that's okay. I could do it all for her. Probably (laughs) would. I wouldn't. You know what's so cool? (laughs) I don't pay attention to it. (laughs) Yeah. But what I can say is that, Um, you know, Kate was around in the beginning of one of my very first businesses. And I think that you have one of the best partners out there. And she stuck by till that very end part. And so she truly is like this ride or die kind of person. And so as a business partner, I think you truly have one of the best business partners to be stuck with. So I think that you have this like yin and yang kind of thing going on. And I know like all these years later, um, you know, I have that, I have that like operational and all these things that I've got to do for business now. Um, but she'll get there, which is so cool. And you've got to be that one that has to like really teach her these things. And she has to be the one that does all these crazy setups and ideas. And so she's the idea behind it. And you unfortunately have to be the business banker because <laughs> that's what you're good at. So yeah. you got to love it. The funny thing is too, is <laughs> it kind of takes me back to my roots a lot of times, like from like the beginning part of my career, because like I'm having to teach her like basic sales stuff too. It's like horrible. stuff that's like <laughs> not a salesperson. It's like stuff that's like it seems so like basic to me, but there's just like fundamentals in it. Like when you're talking to people, that I'm just like, no, look, like, and I'm trying to explain to her, like, this is why you do this way because people are more likely to go this way. It's just, and it's stuff that's really like basic and stuff that I could probably just do. I, I do all the time without even, you know, thinking about it. But it, it's interesting when it comes up in our business now and you know I'm having to almost train somebody on you know those those type of things and a lot of our big meetings I actually kind of run 
Yeah. <laughs> so like when we have a, when we have a, like a larger client, I tend to do a lot more of the talking while Kate will, then once we go back, Kate will do all the designing and all of that. But when we have like a really like, we've had probably like five or six that I would say are pretty significant, like sized. I pretty much run those meetings for the most part, just because I've also, I know this, the balloon side of it now too. So it's, it's pretty easy for me to, I'm a lot better at like talking to people and kind of selling that side of it where, you know, like Kate said, if she could do this all for free, she would, she would do it all for free. So. I mean, I would do everything for free, which is why there's a nonprofit in my life now, because I feel like giving away the world to the world. And so my poor husband is like, D, you cannot handle one more thing, but I'm going to do it. I know, Lisa, you laugh it because, you know, he's ready to murder me every day of my life. Um, so I guess I you bring me to my next question. And I think Lisa and I are both like eager to know this. What have been your like funnest um, and most challenging setups to do so far? Like, what do you love? What do you maybe not so love so much? Maybe not love so much, but what are the hardest or most challenging things for you guys? Um, what do you find the most joy in? Um, yeah, like, I guess kind of share a little bit of everything on the like, Kate, I, you're mostly the design part. Um, so what do you find the most joy in? Um, I love when people like just kind of give me, even when they give me a budget, but they're like, I get like the freedom to design it. Um, mm. cause then I can throw in my backdrops. I can, I can just kind of like get the balloons prepped, but like when I'm there putting them together, like I just kind of like, I don't really have a plan when I'm putting them together sometimes. Like I just kind of like put them where I feel like it. And I feel like sure. those are always the ones that turn out the best for me. Um, so do you know what yeah, the house love... or like venue is going to look like before? Like, do you guys do an on-site visit? Do you get pictures? Like, what does that pre, pre-game look like? Uh, typically. So um, smaller setups, they'll just tell me like, this is the space. They'll typically send me a picture like of where it's going or like ideas. Um I'll ask for measurements just so I know, like if we're doing backdrop boards, we can make sure those are going to fit. Or like venues, we typically like to go walk around the venue um, or just bigger parties in general uh, when they're wanting something kind of everywhere, things here and there. Um, We'll schedule meetings and go walk around and that way we can take pictures and really look and see what we can do for those spaces. So typically we do like a front to back evaluation because it allows us to propose the max and then kind of drill down to like what's important for them. So if it's a house, for example, we typically will start with the front and Kate does custom acrylic signs as well that we typically put on an easel and then balloons go around them. So it's like, okay, well, where do you want like the welcome sign? And then, you know, maybe this archway has balloons and then, in the kitchen we have this and then you go to like, maybe it's the backyard that has like the wow piece or the main thing that they really want to focus on lately. Like we've had like three people tell us that they want like Instagram worthy backdrops. Um, yeah. So they're like looking for that at the end. Like we just did a lady's 40th birthday party and it was a whole house walkthrough. So it was the welcome sign in the front. She had an agenda for her party. So 
she was doing like a roaring 20s like speakeasy type like party so she had an agenda when things were going to start then over one walkway there was a just a simple arch over the walkway in the house she put a floating arch she didn't have any like teacup lights or anything over her island so she put a floating arch over the island she had a really nice cake that was made and she wanted some kind of setup behind the cake so we did a small setup behind the cake then you walk out to the backyard and there's the instagram worthy backdrop that we did so i also the other thing that like i try to do in these meetings is a lot of people think that they have ideas but they can't conceptually like put it out. Right. So they will be like, Oh, well we want a backdrop. And it's like, okay, well, you know, like what do you want the backdrop for? Is there going to be a cake in front of it? Or do you actually want people in front of it? Like, what do you, what, what do you want? Because a lot of people don't understand like our, one of our boards that we use a lot is seven foot tall and four foot wide. You're not putting six people in front of that one board by itself. It's going to look, it's going to look dumb. So I, I also have to, a lot of what we have to do that I don't think a lot of people understand is, is that we want to post pictures of everything that we do. And when other people post pictures, we want to be proud of those pictures that they post. So a lot of times I try to tell people like, look, eh, one board and a couple balloons, like unless you're having one person stand in front of it, like that's, it's not going to look good. And they're going to be posting pictures and people are going to be like, I mean, it looks good, but like, you know, three people are there and it has like all the negative space around it. You know, you see like dog in the background in these pictures and it's just like, <laughs> it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't look good because every picture someone posts is our marketing. I mean, so I, we were just having a, we had a meeting earlier this week with someone's wedding and like I was having to tell them, I was like, you know, like if you want a photo backdrop, it's especially for a wedding, it's probably gonna be like 12 feet wide. I mean, you need to have something, you need to have a combination of our boards and balloons that are massive enough that you can fit five, six, seven people in front of without, you know, catching negative space or the outside of it. So, you know, we try to, we try to hone people in, like, you know, some people will just want it there because they want to put like a happy birthday sign and they just almost want it to just be like a piece, not necessarily something that anybody stands in front of, but maybe it's in like the corner and it has one of our neon signs on it. And it's just kind of like a, a standout piece for their party. But it's trying to figure out really what people's visions are and then making sure that it's also going to be like good marketing and look good for us too. Because a lot of, you find out a lot of people just don't know. They, they don't know what they want. They they do, but they don't at the same time. That has sure. got to be the yeah. hardest part. I think creative talk, side. Talking to me would be like talking to a lunatic. I would be like, I want a, I would like a big sign and a board. <laughs> And well, this is like, you know, we've been talking about, right. Hayden getting married has been like a nightmare for me because we have to do all the decorations for everything. And so I'm like, I have this big, huge backdrop of like, it's trees, right? Because she's getting married in this like meadow. And so I'm thinking, well, what in the freaking world do you put back here? And you know, so now you're left looking at all these things. And to your point, Tyler, it's like, okay, well, where do you put all of this in a board that's like this big is only this big. And then the people that stand in front of it, cover it up or, you know, so yeah. Mm -hmm. And my brain doesn't work. You know, I, I'm not creative. So I, I'm very business. So my brain is like, 
numbers and analytics and stuff. I'm not, I'm not creative at all. So I'm like talking, I am like talking to one of the trees out there trying to get anything out of me that's creative is worthless. <laughs> yeah. And then the other thing is, is like a lot of people will use marquee letters or they'll use like our, like I said, like our neon signs and they want them on the boards. But like, I have to tell people, like, if you're going to stand in front of it, there's light coming behind people that are standing there. So you have to think about that. Like, are you sure you want this sign there? Because if it's too bright and you have people standing in front of it and you're taking a picture from this side, it's not going to, you know, it's not going to turn out like you think it's going to. So there's just a lot of things that like, oh yeah, this looks great. We like this. And, you know, just trying to change things that way. Where do you guys store all this stuff? There has got to be like massive amounts of storage needed. Um, well, I used to park in the garage and that is no longer a thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. So is your whole garage full of garage... stuff? Oh yeah. Wow. Like I don't even have room to really like, I used to have room to lay my boards down and actually like paint out there. And now it's like, we have to pull it out into the driveway and paint in the driveway and like everything has to be stacked a certain way. Um, our giant Barbie box, we have a huge Barbie box that you can like stand inside of to take pictures. Um, that is on our back patio right now, covered in tarps because obviously from Tessa's birthday. Yeah, we put it out there for our daughter's birthday because she had to have the Barbie box. And then we added a lot more stuff to our garage and we just can't fit anything else. So, so do you guys repurpose things? Yeah, let's see. Can you see that? Um, it's still yes. Oh yeah. Okay, so this is yeah. the Barbie, so that's our Barbie box. box. So yeah, so it's it's seven feet tall. Okay. It's three feet wide and thirty inches deep. You is guys there an entrance huge. on either side. So where you get you in there, step right in over the. Yeah, you just step okay. In got over it. Okay. Oh, cool. So, so it's, it's kind, kind of like, like elevated in? inside. Did you make that happy birthday sign uh, in the, the back happy- or is that? No, that's a neon sign. So we just buy those. Um, and then we have, we have a handful of neon signs and then we can hang them really on any backdrop we have. And then like up here, this, we customize this. So the name is always customized mm-hmm. to whoever. So Kate prints that off in vinyl. So, you know, if it was Danielle, nice. we'd put Danielle up there. So there's a lot of things. The one thing that we won't do with our Barbie box is paint it because it is so massive. We will customize any of our backdrops except our Barbie box and our castle. Um, But there's like things you can do to customize it. Yeah, that was my question. Do you guys repurpose like some of your backdrops and just repaint them and like customize them? Or do do you make whole new backdrops for people? No, so like our boards, like the rounded arch top boards and the square boards, um, those we have used those countless times. Uh, we just repaint them, sand them down, doctor them up when they need to be because, I mean, we drop them and scratch them all the time. So just kind of repaint them and go from there. So like these boards right cool. here have been probably, God, I don't know. 20 different colors. So obviously they're black here, but we will paint these any color. Um, nice. It doesn't matter. 
Um, we use pretty, we use really nice paint for them too, just so that they last. But obviously the more we paint them, the heavier they get. But this was from probably our largest setup. So, uh, God, I don't even know how long this backdrop is. This backdrop's probably close to like 50 feet long. Wow. How long did this take so you? So like Jamie's 50th. Yeah, that was my question. How long this was, did something like this that was, take? This was a two-day setup that we did. So this is actually on top of the gun club that's in between uh, Top Golf and Main Event in Gilbert. Hmm. Yes, um, I have a little rooftop area. Um, I had two big setups that day or that weekend. Um, so I think I was up for both setups, blowing up balloons for probably like six hours. Uh, Is it just the two of you so, or do you guys have and, an assistant? <clears throat> no, no, he doesn't even blow up the balloons. He's not allowed to touch them. Tyler. He pops them. <laughs> yeah. But so kind of going back to what I was saying, like Jamie's 50th is here. So the main point that where we wanted people to stand or where we were trying to get people to stand is actually in front of that gold shimmer wall. So that way, if somebody wanted to take pictures, this is for Jamie's 50th birthday party. You would see that off to the side, you know, kind of over here. And then people would be standing like in this area so that you could capture the whole thing. And there, I mean, you would have to be standing almost on the other side to not get this entire backdrop, like in the picture. And like, that's, that was a big thing for us. And this one had two different backdrops on it. So that was just one, one of the two. So, um, it was pretty, this one, this one was insane, but this was a two day setup. So we brought all the boards and everything up. What was this? This was, uh, this was the weekend after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, so black Friday, we black Friday, we, we built the gold shimmer wall, which this shimmer wall takes like an hour to two hours to build. It's 12 inch by 12 inch squares and it's eight foot by eight foot. So you have to hook all of them together onto a backdrop. So it takes quite a bit of time to build. Um, but we did that, we built that. And then we went back, uh, Saturday, like afternoonish after our first setup and, uh, built that. And just so you know, this was the first setup. So when she said we have two massive setups, this is our castle that we had made. So this was the first setup. So we did this one first thing in the morning, uh, for a first birthday party. And then, uh, had to go right to the next one and <laughs> to the next one. But yeah, so my dad actually builds all our backdrops for us. So he completely built this castle and it completely comes apart. So every one of these pieces is all a, a piece. So these outside huh. things can come off. So say someone just wanted like the middle section with this tall, the two tall beams. And then this, mm -hmm. they could do that. They could technically just do this middle if they wanted but this piece with the L on it comes off, the top cone comes off, and then these are all pieces. It's very cool. Yeah, so lots of lots of fun stuff. But yeah, we do repurpose our, our backdrops. We do repaint them except for that castle and the Barbie box. Which it, we can add vinyl to. Yeah, so the vinyl that was on that the vinyl that was on that castle. So it's it's not just, we painted it gray so that it could be for boys or girls. Um, so yeah, and Kate can put the vinyl. So all of that that's on there is actually vinyl that all the pink Kate, Kate printed. Banners so, and stuff. That's all vinyl work that I've cut. Yeah, so that could be customized to whoever or whatever somebody wanted. 
Okay, so I have to ask you, what are other, you like, cutting your vinyl with? Yeah, go ahead. What are you cutting vinyl with? You're cutting all of that vinyl machine. with a Cricut? Mm-hmm. That I have is the crazy. Cricut Maker 3. And it's it's doing a great job. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Did you have to teach There's a new Cricut that we want to get, but it's so expensive. Um yeah, I mean it's they have a lot of videos and stuff on YouTube, but once you kind of figure out like a couple different tricks, like you can do endless things with it. So this is, they do this have a new like, cricket. I'm super depressed because I'm recognizing now how uncreative and like like artistically tech <laughs> challenged I am with anything. Like so this one's so cool because she did a lot of cutting on the cricket for this one. So like this three is completely cut out. Oh, yeah. yeah, and like the bigger pieces, like that three, um, they're typically in like multiple pieces. Oh, let me okay. pull up that the Haywards. Sense. Here I'll show you one of our probably the biggest and most challenging one that we had with the cricket was our largest setup until that fiftieth birthday party. But this one was a lot of people don't understand how much time goes into like the vinyl work itself and like what we have to do to make the vinyl. Yeah. On this one, we had three, no, we had five boards, but the vinyl, we had words like stretched across three of the boards. So we had to make sure everything was lining up perfectly to pull it off. Or else it would look really funny. Yeah, and it and you can't just like go out there with like a level and like make sure that it's lined up because you learn really quick that although our garage might be level or that we think it's level, um, <laughs> other people's backyards or whatever they have may not be leveled. Uh, you're gonna have to find like a straight on picture. I think this other one <laughs> is straight on. There you go. So, well, that's weird. Why does this show that? See that, like, learn more. Mm-hmm. Super oh, cool. Here we are back to this one. Very cool. So this one, there it goes. Yeah, so this one was challenging because, sorry, let me pull that back up. This one was challenging because we had to set these boards up in our garage. And then we took painter's tape and put it across where we thought it was level. And then Kate marked, we, we marked like where the words were going to be to make it all centered. And yeah, this one was not fun. I, I mean, this one took us hours to get these words lined up and to do all this. And uh, yeah, it was insane. I mean, this one was, this one was so challenging to do. And that's what a lot of people don't understand is like, they don't, they don't understand the back end and how much work Kate puts in. Like she said, she blows up all the balloons. On most setup weekends, she's up till like two or three in the morning the night before the setup, just blowing up all the balloons. And so, wow. you know, people are like, oh, yeah, it looks great. Wow, it's just balloons. And it's like, yeah, but you guys have no clue. Like, I mean, her hands go like numb after a while of like tying so many balloons and like doing all this that, you know, people will just never understand the back end side of it. And it's always funny when people try to do their own balloon garland. They're like, yeah, never again. I, I could never do that. And it's like, yeah, imagine doing like, that's how a lot of our calls start. Like, so last year yeah. I tried this and this year I'm not doing it. 
We're like, we got okay, so I'm curious, <laughs> like, age. when do you guys feel like, you know, I know, um, I, Lisa's a business owner, I'm a business owner. And I know that, um, you know, I got to a point with a certain amount of clients that I was like, okay, I need help. And so I have um, a couple people that work for me and they do very specific things. And, um, you know, so I, uh, you know, Kate, obviously like I had a business before and, it, you know, it was multiple people that had to do multiple things for me. But um, with this one, it was like, I'm very independent. It was very independent for me up until a certain point. And so I knew that I needed someone to kind of manage my overall um, day-to-day things. Like they're more of a personal assistant to me and then one person does recruiting for me. So I needed someone and I knew when I needed that someone. So uh, when do you guys think you're going to be to a point where you have to bring on that additional help to um, kind of help Kate? Because I think it's more in the field that you're going to need that help. Maybe not like the management side, but in the field. So have you guys discussed what that looks like for the future since things have grown so, so large this last year? Yeah, we've, we've been talking about it recently. Um, I have been lucky and I have a couple friends that on my nights where I am just like overwhelmed and swamped, like they will come over and either keep me company or sane while I'm doing stuff, or I've taught them how to do a couple things that they'll take over doing that. So we're definitely close to the point of actually hiring somebody on. Um, I think since this was our first year, like we're trying to still figure out like slow season, super busy season. That way we can, I mean, let them know what they're signing up for. Yeah. And at the end of the day, we really only really need help when it comes to blowing up the balloons and tying them, the setups Kate pretty much just does from her mind. Right. So I carry all the boards in, set them up and then Kate puts the balloons on them. However, you know, she either discussed or wants to do it's, it's more or less taking like, you know, like one person could take three hours off of Kate's blowing up the balloons the night before Honestly, though, the hard thing for us is, is that one, this business doesn't take much in terms of startup. So one of my worries is because a lot of people are like, oh, why don't you just hire a high school kid and bring him in and teach him how to blow up balloons? Well, then the high school kid's going to realize really quick how much money we make and how relatively easy it is. Next thing you know, our next competitor is the kid that we just brought in that's, you know, doing the exact same things. Now, maybe they can't do it as scale and we're really lucky because like I said, my dad builds our backdrop. So people are spending way more money on things than we ever will be. So am I really worried about competition? Not really. But the last thing I want is to bring someone in, give them a job, help them do all this. And the next thing you know, they're our competitor. And, you know, it's like, oh, well, cool. And believe it or not, this business is pretty cutthroat. Like it's actually kind of surprised me. There's a lot that the craziest thing in this whole business is how much people charge. Like it's everyone wants to know what everyone charges. And it's, it's kind of like this, like, I, I don't know if it's like the secret or what it is, but I can't tell you how many times we are knowingly being price shopped. 
And it's just like, I want to know which one of our competitors is doing it because it's, it's so like blatantly obvious that it's like, so, so we tend to start pricing out in broad pricing. Oh, the whole thing will be this much. Like, oh, well, would you please give me a breakdown of everything that you're going to be charging in that? It's like, okay, boards and backdrops this much, balloons this much. Like, that's just what it is. But it's it's really weird how cutthroat this business is because at the end of the day, there's people that play nice in the sandbox. Like, Kate has plenty of friends in this industry. Yeah, I've met some some really great vendors and like even other balloon artists, like I've made some really great friendships with them. But then there's just other people that I just, I think that they just don't want to see other people succeed. And a lot of times we don't even cross paths. Like I like to say that we're kind of on the stage of doing a lot larger events and that. So it's like, you know, if you want the little kid's first birthday party with five feet of balloons and that, like that's fine. Like, We'll do those too, but we're, we're not pricing just to win that, that one, you, you know? So it's, it, it's, it's kind of interesting. It's a very, it's a very unique and weird industry. I almost feel like it's, it's dominate, it's dominated primarily by women. And there's so much like cattiness and like, just like stuff where I'm like, I've never had to like hold my tongue and not post like so many times because it's so hard now that we own a business that I just want to like go off on people like so many times, but we just like, we can't because we have this business now and like anything that we do or say can impact our business. But there's just like so much BS involved in some of this stuff that like we do as well. It's kind of weird. As a, you know, as an independent myself, and I'm, I feel like I'm in an industry that's, um, like I could say my industry is pretty cutthroat also. What I can tell you is I think that you guys are going about things the right way. And I love Kate that you said that you've met, um, plenty of people that you've made great friendships with and continue to value those. And you guys will mm-hmm. continue to do great things. Um, it's it's interesting that being independent, like I'll call this like independent, right? Even though you might have people that work for you and you'll grow, um, that you'll find that you guys are going to grow exponentially either way and regardless of the competition that's out there. And I simply say that because of who you guys will continue to be and um, I think your presence and demeanor in the community and what you guys have already done is going to kind of ring true. And I don't always think that our competition is out there doing the same thing simply by like price shopping. That's kind of setting them apart in a negative way sometimes versus what you guys are doing. I think that the continued positivity in the community um, is what you guys can push through and keep doing. And um, I know that you're going to continue to grow because I know what that feels like being in that like cutthroat business. Like I said, I know that what I do is the same, um, but the relationships I've built in, you know, being a, a business coach and consultant in my industry, um, there are hundreds, there are thousands of us. And um, the relationships I've built with clients and um, other consultants are things that I would never, ever give away. Like I love the relationships I've built 
um, and the person I've become because of it and the friendships that I have. So um, continue doing what you're doing. And I think that you guys are going to grow no matter what. Um, I know I'm going to keep sharing who you are and what you do because I love it. And um, I think Lisa's going to continue doing the same thing. I truly think uh, I saw a setup of um, like a balloon garland the other day at a local shop right here by a coffee shop that I go to often. And I thought like, wow, that looks nothing like what I've seen before. Thinking, I love yours. And I thought I was like, they were kind of like setting it up with like, like it looked to me and I, and I don't know anything about how these are set up. So it could have been normal. It could have not, but it was like, they were like, like taping things together. And it was the weirdest thing to me because I was like, there's no way that that's going to like stay like that. Like it, it was just the weirdest thing to me, but it was, you know, it just didn't look amazing. And I was like, I've seen amazing before. And so I like, I want you to know that what you guys are doing truly does stand out and it stands out to people like me that know nothing about it. So I am like a completely kind of non-biased like opinion. And, um, so keep doing what you're doing because it truly is amazing and keep being the people that you are because that's, what's going to make the difference. And it truly will. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, um, it's pretty crazy because we see a lot of people's setups all the time and like you can, it's easy for us to tell like who did their own or who doesn't really know. Like, I mean, this is a pretty good example. This you guys, like if I did it, it would look like, like my first. Mine would look like boobies with nipples because I don't even know how to blow up a balloon the right way. <laughs> you would have it reversed. <laughs> it would look so Let me bad. See if this will show. So this is like one of Kate's like first balloon garlands. So this is what you're going to see a lot. Like this uh, is someone who doesn't really know like what they're doing or what this really is. Like it's. It's okay, it's kind of crazy, and this terrible. was for Keeson's what first birthday. It's it is not. terrible, I think it's, though. It's, I don't think it is. <laughs> okay, I think so it's like, really cute. I there's like that. that. And really this was for a Bluey birthday party, so that was for Keeson's first birthday. And then you go to like something like, uh, this is probably one of my favorite setups. Like this, and then you go to like something like this. So like this one's cool because you wow. can see like this was for this was at the Arizona Science Center, and like. Kate made it to where the balloons look like they're bubbling out of these beakers. So, you know, this is like small details that the biggest thing for us is actually in the small details. Like, I can't tell you how many times like we see setups where like people will use neon signs and like they don't even care enough to hide the strings or like the cords. Like every every neon sign has a cord attached to it. It has to be plugged in. Like everyone gets it, but like there's little things you can do like this where we take black duct tape and literally tape across that to hide that cord as much as possible across there because people will literally have this cord just like hanging down to the bottom. And I'm like, what? Like, what are you doing? Like, what? I love that. It's so what was that for? I love yeah, that setup. That, that was sorry. for a 40, 40th? Uh, yeah, 40th. Sorry. 40th I, birthday. Um, it was for somebody's husband. And so they obviously didn't want like your typical like girly setup. Um, so we went with 
whiskey bottle. She changed it to a whiskey themed party. So we found some whiskey bottles that say aged to perfection and made it manly. <laughs> I love that. Okay, yeah, are you able cool, to man. share the other side? Are you able to share who does your um who does your neon signs? Like where you prefer to get your neon signs from? I know that that's we like just a huge thing. Find them. Um, so I'm not I'm not going to tell you the secret of where we find them like heavily discounted because then that ruins our like leg <laughs> up and it'll be a lot harder for us to get. We but just we- keep our eyes open though, honestly. Um, sometimes like. People on like wedding sites will have like some pretty signs there and they buy them for their weddings and they resell them. So like we honestly like I think most of our – a handful of our signs are just secondhand signs. Um, Danielle, we can text you afterwards and let you know where we get them for Lisa, like super cheap. Lisa and I are huge Etsy fans and so we get these like – we get pretty much everything that we ever want for, for everything like podcast stuff and everything. From Etsy. So we're huge Etsy fans. We love people that go on Etsy because we want to support businesses. Um, so that's why I was curious. Like, do you prefer to support like business people through Etsy or do you find them in other ways? If we if we need like a personalized sign, like somebody is getting married and they want us to find them like their last name, then we would use Etsy and go through them for like this sign. We also have some local vendors in our neighborhood that make like wood signs and yeah, stuff we, like that that we use. Yeah, okay. We are very lucky with our neighborhood. Um, I mean, I feel like our neighborhood has somebody for everything in it. So we get to support a lot of small shops that way. Um, but our, our just like generic signs, we just kind of, when we see them, we get them. So yeah. they're kind of cool. everywhere. <laughs> Yeah, the neon signs, like we have this one too. This one's kind of cool. <clears throat> These are just sunglasses that we never thought we would ever use. And then somebody wanted a, I don't know, what it, what is that, Beach Barbie or? Malibu Barbie. Malibu Barbie. So they're like sunglasses that have like a little shark fin. Yeah, I was and... really excited when I actually got to use those because I bought them. But it's like Not you can thinking see, we would ever get to use like, them. But... You, can, you can barely see the cord right here. But on this case, Kate wrapped this cord with a pink balloon. <laughs> like so, so smart. And then it, yes. it, it comes all the way over here and it runs up the side and it goes out the back. So like wow. it, there's just things like this. And then like I'm not even joking. People you, you will you're gonna notice this now when you see other people's things. It drives me nuts. This cord will just be like hanging down here, and I'm just like, it's not that hard. Like it's it's really not that hard. Like, so it's, it's, it's crazy to me how much of like a lack of detail that people actually like do, I guess, for these things. But I also think that that's what sets us apart. And that's why we, you know, and like a lot of times when Kate's setting up, I'm the one standing there like, Hey, that there's a hole there. There's a hole there. Like we need to fill because the first part is, is you put the main balloons up and then you kind of go back through and like this is a good one to show for film you go back through with like littler balloons you go back through with like littler clusters or that so like you know you start with where all these big balloons are and without these little clusters kind of in here and you attach this and you attach that then you have to kind of go through and make sure that there's no holes like the last thing you want is for someone to see this back wall through like the middle of the garland so you have to kind of go back through and like 
we have this chair, so this chair is ours. This is all vinyl. I mean, these are just our different backdrops and just a different color, but this I is obviously for a baby shower. So. Yeah, this is, yeah, that's the color of the boards on this one are kind of like our main color. Like that's your standard color board and then you customize from that. So if people want them like painted or something, um, if they don't, they're just this neutral color. I wish I had I more. I really like that I one. I can't get into our Instagram from here. Mm-hmm. Our Instagram has so many like, oh, better things. Oh, go to the things. five. The what? The the mosaic, the five. Oh, this? Yeah. Oh. So these are, earlier when you were asking me, like, our least favorite things to do. It's got to be this thing right here. This was for Kessa's birthday. They take forever. And I probably come up with new cuss words every time I do these. Because <laughs> they're horrible. But I wow. love, like, they're pretty. So, like, I will, oh, yeah. I always say, like, I'm not going to offer them. Or, like, if somebody asks for one, like, I'm not going to do it. But, like, I never put up a fight either. They're like, I want this. And I'm like, oh, you got it. Like, okay. And then I start so doing we're coming them and I'm up like, on oh, year three. Okay. So we might need to do a photo shoot with a mosaic three for the podcast. So I'm just saying, like, it might be a thing. It. it might be a thing. We'll help you. You say that yeah. so you start doing it. Yeah. I, Girl, I, I can't will do it, you. but I will be yelling and whining about it. We're, we are super yeah, wait, supportive. This one, this one was kind of cool. So we set this up last minute outside our house for Halloween. So people could take pictures. And like you can see over here in the comments, this is someone who took a picture with it that commented their picture with it. They just posted it. Mm -hmm. But we set these up so that kids could just stop in front of our house and take pictures. But we literally did this, I don't know what, two hours before like people started trick-or-treating. Like you can see, she made a little, this is a cauldron that's made out of balloons. I don't know how much I can zoom in. Oh yeah, I can see it there. Like this is a cauldron. Yes, the spider is so cool. Yeah, and then I mean, all of this is obviously vinyl, and she created all the little cuts and the vinyl and just and... random stuff we had hanging around the house. I grabbed like the cheesecloth was like part of our actual house decor, and I was like, "It's okay, we'll just move it." That's great. So but yeah, so, so I mean, there's creative. just a lot of a lot of cool. This one was cool. So this was you want to talk about like creative, like. Um, we, we priced this one particularly out and had no clue how we were going to do it. And then I'll, I'll never forget this one because the lady was like, okay, let's do this. And Kate looked at me and said, oh shit, what are we going to do? Um, because we had no clue and it actually turned out to be probably our best one, but the Mickey mouse. Um, so I've seen a lot of people do Mickey mouse heads and I'm going to be honest, they look like shit. I really um, like this. So I, I was almost one. like <clears throat> this one. I was like hyper OCD about making sure the ears actually looked like ears. As you know, our family's a pretty big Disney family. We go to Disneyland. We go to Disney. We just got back from Disneyland. We go to Disney World a lot. It's very, very, very hard to get the shape in these balloons and fill them. It would have been easier if she didn't want balloons filled inside the ears because then you can kind of maneuver the outside balloons to kind of get a bigger, a better shape. Um, yes, this one turned out a lot better than we were expecting, but we were very scared. I mean, we 
And it took me, I mean, it was trial and error for a minute there. And actually one of the balloon artists close to us that I've befriended helped my sanity on this one because I was venting to her the whole time and texting her. And then she was finally like, okay, I have an idea. Just try this. And it ended up working for the frame of those ears. So that was huge. Just having somebody in my corner that like another vendor that I could rely on to. Yeah, did that's amazing. Did you book another one of these already? No. Oh. So what like um, kind of like in, you know, sort of closing up a little bit, how to give listeners just a idea, like what would you say, you know, and I know that it's so difficult to do this. I can't even do it for myself. Um, what would you say the ballpark range is when someone wants to hire a balloon artist for a project? Like, I know that this can be very difficult, but um, like when when and if someone wants to call for just a general birthday party for a child, like what's a ballpark range that we're looking for um, or that we're looking at when we hire someone like your company to come and do just like a birthday party for us? Um, I would say the average is probably between like three to 500 for just like a smaller backdrop or something like that. Um, yeah, like three to 500. Yeah. That's like super reasonable. Like, I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, we're getting all like the, this, though. yeah, the cute backdrop, the balloons. Yeah, so then that. you have people who will go like fully customized like this. So like that actually has that's a that's a legit door um <laughs> that we, you know, customize and then you know, do all this, but all like Kate was saying, all that is vinyl. I mean, so everything in there is all vinyl work and being able to do that with vinyl and then the balloons. So yeah, anywhere, I mean it it's really endless and that's kind of what's hard is is that it depends on how much people want to spend on something like this and then where they want it, you know, like, do they want a whole house? Like that, that Mickey one was interesting because they did a sign. They did some over the Island and then they did the Mickey head as well. So like you're talking like, I I mean, there's a lot involved in that. I mean, their, their Island one alone is pretty significant as well. This is what's over there. This is what's over their Island. So they had that huge Mickey than this over the island. So over the island is actually becoming really popular. Um, It's a way to get a lot of balloon decorations and kind of be like out of the way at the same time. Um, And then that just like, this is their sign that they did. It's like, you can see there's like a welcome sign. This is really popular, but yeah, uh, I'd say on average, we're probably around. mm, Our goal is to be around a $500 average. But we're probably between, yeah, for a basic party, like Kate said, 300 to 500. And then you have your people who go pretty crazy. Customized. And basic parties can also include, yeah, basic party will also include like baby shower, bridal shower. Those are really popular. Um, A lot of people do like, uh, I'd say one of the biggest things that we were shocked by that we weren't expecting and was massive is graduation season which 
holy cow, May was insane. Um, it was fun we, and stressful. We weren't expecting it though. That's what's crazy. Like we didn't think like, because the biggest things I'd say probably the biggest one is baby showers and bridal showers, which are great. Cause those are typically on Sundays, which are good. Um, then birthday parties, etc. But then you have like May hit and all these people were reaching out for graduations that we didn't even think of. So like you have a backdrop like this, where this kid's going to Clemson and like, when you talk about like little details, so this one was actually really cool and something I'm really proud of. These colors that are painted on this are the actual Clemson colors. So we were able to find online the Sherwin-William paint colors that Clemson uses for their colors. And we went and purchased those and painted these boards, the actual Clemson colors. So like, yeah, that's, that's just like cool. a little detail that it's like, I mean, and... By the way, the sun kills balloons, so we were very scared about this setup because when it's hot, May, it's like already like 105 here, the sun will start just destroying these balloons. And luckily for us, this particular setup, we didn't lose any balloons, so that was good. But yeah, graduation season, we're going to focus a lot more uh, this year. And um, we have one high school here locally that uses us for all their events. So we did their graduation ceremony last year and they're supposed to be going even bigger this year. So we did their graduation. We've done their homecoming. Um, we reached out for prom, but I think they're, they're going offsite for prom. Mm -hmm. So we don't know what that's going to look like, but we know they want to go bigger for graduation, but that, that shocked us. I mean, we, if we would have spent a day or two trying to plan and like business develop around more graduations, it would have been massive. I mean, so, I don't think May was our biggest month, but it was pretty close. So for everyone locally and businesses locally to reach out to you guys and like put in an inquiry, how do they go about doing that? Is it through Instagram? Do you guys have like a form that they fill out from your website? Like what's the best way for people to get a hold of you? Um, so we're working on getting like an inquiry form up for people and like a website and stuff going. But for right now, Facebook and Instagram are just send me a message on there. And I balloons by Kate Weibel for both. Um... Yeah, we're, I want to get a really, uh, so it, what's hard for me is, is that I don't like half-ass things. And like, if I'm going to have a website made, like I want a really good website made. So like, we're talking to yeah. a bunch of different people about getting a website made because what we found out is a lot more like corporate events. We'll just Google and look for a website. So yes. the secret to unlocking like corporate events is actually having a website. They could care less about social media. So we've been really successful through Kate's Instagram. like. I think organically she's up to like 974 followers on Instagram in about a year, which is just all organic growth, which has been great. Um, okay. So let's yeah, get so her we're trying to unlock more of those. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's our that. next goal. That's not a, not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> make that happen. Yeah. So, I mean, but that's all like, I mean, what I really want to do, like if we get to a point to where like I can stop working is, is my goal is to just business develop, go more corporations, schools. If if I could just get like five high schools to use us for everything, we could double business easily, like easily, like homecomings alone are insane. Like uh, we, 
Campo Verde is who uses us. So Campo Verde High, I've got really lucky. One of my good friends is an assistant principal there. Um, so they started with using us for their graduation. And then like we did their homecoming, which was neon themed. And it was insane. How many feet of balloons was it? Like 60. I think it was like 65, wasn't it? 65, 70 feet of balloons over. They had this arch. It was a lot. But yeah, it was all like neon outdoor. Oh, here it is. But yeah, if I could just focus on like schools and businesses and let me go out there and just business develop this, it it would be uh, fantastic. But it's <clears throat> cool. Yeah, that one was hard because that thing is um, it's like fifteen feet tall. I found a new fear of heights on ladders. <laughs> yeah, that, that would freak me out too. It's pretty high up there. Well, we got I, like, there. Climbed up the ladder, and I was like, "Oh." Well, we mm-hmm. got there, and we we're like, "Hey, like, you know, do you guys have a ladder that we could use?" And my friend's wife was like, "Well, yeah, we have a a ten foot and a twelve <laughs> foot and all this and that." And I left it out for you guys, so we're like, "Okay." So we get there, and no one's there yet. So we're like looking for the ladder and like we find this ladder and I set it up and apparently it was the 10 foot one. And I'm like, there ain't no way. Like, I mean, I'm only five, seven and like, I'm at the very, like the top edge of the ladder, like standing up there trying to hook these top of these balloons up there. And I'm like, we need a bigger ladder. Like there's just no way. And luckily they had their 12 foot ladder, but yeah, it's, um, it was pretty crazy. I'm going to try to get you guys to a place where you can eventually get, what are those things called? I think the fire department uses them and yeah, electrical the, uh, line workers with like, the bucket, the, the bucket cherry that picker. brings you up. Yeah. That yeah. Cherry picker. That's what I'm talking you know what's about. Funny is, That's what you need. <laughs> they actually, they actually had one. And when we did uh-huh. the graduation setup, they were like, Oh, you guys could just, you guys could have just used that. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Good to know. But like, so like one thing that's crazy that I told them that like I would have wanted to do. So like we walk the school, this was done by their student council and we walk the school with them. But this like Ramada right here was lined with lights all the way down. it. It was a pretty good like sized Ramada and there's all these beams that are inside there. I told them, I'm like, look, if you guys ever do a glow in the dark one again, we're putting all glow in a dark balloons across every one of these beams inside here. And we're changing all the light bulbs to black lights. And like, that would have been so cool to walk through. I mean, that Ramada is probably, it's big. It's probably like 50, 75 (laughs) feet, like long lined with those like industrial lights. I'm like, man, we could have changed all the light bulbs to black lights and lined all those beams with fluorescent balloons and that would have just looked amazing and like they're like oh yeah it's a really good idea I was like, yeah so next time but i mean it turned out really good they had a great time this was outside so another one that's hot but like when we got here we had to wait for the sun to hide behind the the building so that we could put this up these beams were hot as hell so we had to take tape and wrap the beams with tape first then tie our balloons to it so just a lot of like simple tricks yeah I love it. Well, well we are cool. you guys super, are doing a great thing. I think yeah, we are super super excited I think you're for you be guys. Very successful. Yeah, it looks fantastic. And I, what I hear is between <coughs> just word of mouth and just seeing what you're doing for everybody listening. If you're not watching us on YouTube, um, as he's he was talking, he was showing us pictures. So try to get up on YouTube and take a look at this and see the examples he's talking about. Or if you're just listening, go to their website or their Instagram page, not your website, I'm sorry, your Instagram page or your Facebook and 
look at the photos. And that's going to speak for itself, really. And word of mouth, Kate, it sounds like you've got great connections with other businesses that do similar things and friends that are there to help you. We're always here to help you. It just sounds like you're great at making connections with people and building that reputation. And in the end, that's really going to speak higher than anybody who's just price shopping or whatever, because they want that someone who they can really tell they're putting their full care and um, creative side. I mean, you're incredibly creative and that's just so impressive. And anyone that sees that is that's going to, that's going to carry you so high. And I'm so excited for you both. You're doing a great job and we can't wait to use you. We we've been talking about this for a while about doing some sort of party or photos taken or something for this podcast. And, uh, and she had mentioned you from the get go. So we know we're going to do that. So we'll get with you on that at some point, but we'll be waiting. <laughs> yeah. We're very excited for you both and you're doing a great, great job and very impressed, very impressed. Yeah, so. January. And like, we're already starting the next year with like mm-hmm. huge bookings for January. Like we're almost mm-hmm. booked all the way out through January and it's going to probably Good. every, every month is just becoming like a record setting month, but it's also crazy because at the same time it's like, Oh, well, we don't really have much booked for February yet. Then it'll be like one week into January and February yeah. will already start getting booked out. So We've been that's very. That's how business uh, goes. That's how yeah. it goes. You're just never prepared for. You know, you never know what's coming around the corner. That's what's exciting about it. But it's you know, it's those growing pains. Yep. Well, yeah. Yep. The uh, yep. the counselor and the the counselor and the coach in me wants to say enjoy the ride and enjoy each other through this yeah. whole thing. Um and yeah. you know when it's time to bring on the support. I think. And don't overlook that time because you'll find yourselves in this like going after each other point where you're like, oh, I hate you and I hate you and I hate you. And don't get there because, yeah, but don't get there because this is such a cool thing, I think, for the both of you. And you've made it so far already. And um, we are truly inspired and so proud of you. Um, And we're excited to see where this next year takes you. I'm excited to see, and I am just a huge, huge um, supporter of the both of you and Kate, you especially. I'm so proud of where you've come. This is just so cool. Um, and uh, yes, so everyone uh, go to Balloons by Kate Weibel. I think you can find this right now on Instagram and Facebook. Um, like it, love it, yep. share it. Um, reach out to them, use them for services, for balloon garlands. You're going to love them. Um, And for us, we will be back with you guys in just a few weeks. Uh, You will hear this episode um, and you will see us posting all about balloons by Kate for this next few weeks. Uh, Reach out to us if you'd like to get a hold of them for any reason or see fun photos of them. Um, and, uh, reach out to us with any inspiring stories that you would like us to share. And again, we will be back with you shortly and until next time, goodbye everyone and Merry Christmas. Thank you guys. Thanks guys. Bye.